0: Hey, good morning and welcome to Moms in Real Estate. My name is Angela Fazio, and today we have another fantastic guest. Her name is Danielle Jansen. She is a fairly new real estate agent that's absolutely killing it. Um, Can't wait to tell you about that part. And she has such a great story about her pathway to a holistic approach to life. She has an incredible story of healing. So um, we wanna hear so much from her. Let's get started.
1: Are you? Hi, are you? I love your intro. I'm like dancing, like getting ready for it. <laughs> get me all pumped up. I well,
0: well, did a good job well, with that well. intro. Yes, I you well, did. Well, yeah, I love well. it. So I'm so excited about today. We've had lots of great conversation. I'm fascinated about some of the things that make up who you are. So just give us a little bit about yourself to get us started.
1: Yes. So Danielle Jansen. Um, I live in Queen Creek. I've been an agent for just over a year. Um, I have two daughters, um, Gia and Elliot, who are five and nine years old. Um, my husband and I own a local healthcare clinic here in Queen Creek as well, and so juggle a little bit between both businesses and the kids. And in a nutshell, that's what I do and who I am. So yeah.
2: So. Tell us a little bit more. I feel like your first year is like really um, awesome because I feel like you kind of did it all on your own. And your first year in real estate in the Arizona market, you did four point five million in production, which is really impressive. So, like, how did you do that?
1: You know, I feel like I had a little bit of a, a launch pad, if you will. So, we started our healthcare clinic here in the East Valley eight years ago, and. Uh, we had no budget. We came, it was my husband and I, we didn't know anyone really in Arizona. We literally showed up at farmer's markets, door knocked. Um, We did it all because we had nothing to start. And we had a baby and we were like, okay, sink or swim, let's go. And so we worked 12-hour days, like all that grit, everything we had to do to learn business without coaching or really anything um, that just translated into everything else we do. Right. And so um what it also did was all those connections um really helped me because people saw us as thought leaders in a health community here in Queen Creek um, and the surrounding area. And those people started coming in as clients and trusting us and getting to know us. And so whenever we have something going on in our life, like when I decided real estate school, it was like, oh my gosh, how can we support Danielle? Or they'd see me studying at the, the clinic or, you know, being a part of my journey. And so the trust was is already there. So I feel like that started my client base. And that's really my sphere of influence in my people because they already know us. And I get to and one of the things people don't know is I guess I have a brokerage office, but I actually work out of my healthcare clinic office three days a week because I'm sitting in my sphere and I get to connect with those people every day. So sometimes they say, I say, I'm not really a full-time agent. I'm more of like part-time, but I'm really in my, my influence more full-time, right? Between the two, my home office, my clinic office. Um, and so that definitely helped having that business catapult my next phase in my next business. It was almost like as soon as I got done, I had people ready to go.
0: So I have, I love that. That is the... The perfect introduction to our conversation because yeah, yeah. I've literally talked to, and so does Kristen, hundreds of agents. And one of the things, you know, they they come to me for advice, how do I get better in real estate? Mm-hmm. And my go-to thing is, is 96% of real estate agents pretty much ignore their center of influence. Just pretty much ignore yeah. them. And so mm-hmm. you just have wrap process and procedure around taking care of your center of influence and communicating well with them. Then you can be in the top 4% by default, even if you suck at everything else.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I think for new agents, one of the hard things is is finding a center of influence, or maybe they just need some mentorship into what that is. Maybe they're already a part of, you know, whether it's a church group or a a mom's group somewhere else, or a fitness class, um, what have you. You just need to connect in a little bit more. And you also need to be telling everyone that you are an agent, you know? And that was one of the things that I, Purposely would, well, it was my time I had, but I, I would study and be taking my tests. And if I didn't do well, I was sharing it as a part of my journey. Like I, you know, just being vulnerable with people and allowing them in, they actually, they gravitate towards you more. They want to support you. They know you're just a regular person. And so I made that a part of my journey because I didn't want to be like, hi, I'm Danielle turned real estate agent. You know, I'm cool with doing that. But I also thought, well, if I could organically you know, just drip in what I'm doing in my next phase of my journey, then people might organically want to come to me a little bit more. So
2: so I noticed yeah. too, I went into Danielle's clinic the other day, and she has her listing signs uh, up next mm-hmm. to the front desk, like not like, Oh, hey, look yep. at me. But- it is definitely smart because people are going to look at that. It was like one of the first things my eyes went to, maybe just because I'm in real estate, but yeah. it really did go mm-hmm. there that is, it was, I think that's intentional Yeah, of you. <laughs> It definitely was. Uh, my <laughs> girlfriend, um, my girlfriend Tess Daly
1: had maybe this really great sign, she's an agent too, that, you know, um, that like a sold sign with my name on it too. And so I had that behind there for a little bit and then I had these new listing signs made and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna drip this here. And I've thought about, mm-hmm maybe 2021 I put my decal on the door to my storefront. I I just, I also, it's that fine line between I don't want anyone to feel like I'm forcing anything on them because they really are truly coming there for my husband. I'm just kind of stealing some of those people, right? But I, um, it's just one of those things that I want people to know I'm there to support them when they want it. And if we don't tell people what we do and who we are, um, then they'll never know. know. Right. Yeah. And I don't want my ego to get in the way of someone going to someone else because I was too shy or bashful or didn't want to be vulnerable enough to say, hey, I'm here to support you. Or if you need me, I'd love to work with you. That
0: is wise so. advice. You have to be overt about what you're passionate about. You know, yeah. some people, yeah. some people say, oh, you know that Angela, she's nothing but a recruiter. Yes. I love to recruit, and I love to help people build their business, and I'm passionate about it, so I am not shy at all about letting people know what they do. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: right. true. And I think in Arizona, do you feel like there's so, like I hear people that say, oh, you're an agent. No, there's so many agents here. Like everyone wants to go be an agent, you know, and it's true. There's a lot. But I think some people retreat from wanting to share, like, "Yeah, I jumped on the bandwagon," because it's almost like this negative connotation or something. It's like, no, it's awesome, you know? Yeah,
2: be proud of what you do. People are attracted to that. Right, that's true. Yeah. I, have, I have a lot of new agents too that that are like, "Well, I'm not a salesperson," and I'm like, "Listen, like, you've got to embra- embrace what you're getting into. And being a salesperson mm-hmm. is not a negative thing, but you look at it like a negative thing. So you have to change your mindset." You know, they yes. automatically think like, "Oh, I like when they think of a salesman, they think of like a, a car salesman or people that they don't yep. know." Like people do business with business with people they like and trust. And going into your clinic, you guys are obviously offering amazing clinical work, but you're also able to say, "Okay, well, I also have this service that I offer." So yeah. I think it's great. Right. I can literally like yep. I, I can't wait to share this episode already with somebody who is yep. who has a successful business. That's struggling mm-hmm. to understand what to do with her current business and sharing that she's a real estate agent. So I'm like so excited. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. I if can. anyone out there has another business, you need to be dripping on
0: it, or you are missing out. I yeah. was actually just thinking of Heather Dill and uh, like that idea about putting your listing sign where mm-hmm. uh, to the business. That is genius that I, yes didn't that occur to me yeah, that's
1: cross market all day long yeah yes, absolutely it only actually sense. even in my and even in my um monthly newsletters right at the very end I'm always like is your home ready to evolve our business name is evolved so I mean you have to be in this day and age there are a million there are a lot of different you know companies or people that you know someone could seek with so it's all about who do you resonate with the most so yeah. it's not just throwing your brand out there, but also like trying to build a connection or rapport with them too. So and those are the people I I will say I'm more of that referral agent. I have never taken, you know, cold calls. Um, I don't have any lead programs that come to me. They're all people that I know or someone that I know's, you know, cousin or mother or somebody that says you have to work with Danielle. And, you know, it worked out for me. Maybe I could have had even more sales if I would have had, you know, some of those lead services or whatever. But for me, I I love the connection with people, or I have to build a connection with them. I, you know, it goes both ways. And I think sometimes as agents will take whatever we can get. And it's like, you also want to make sure these people aren't depleting you, or, you know, you can have that rapport connection with them too. Cause that's how you go the distance, right? Sometimes other agents, I feel like might get burnt out if you're constantly just taking whatever you get and, you know, ground in the pavement.
2: I think that you're constantly like looking at like, being happy and like not stressing out and like you're very you take care of yourself and so you like that's something that's awesome and you've really implemented into your business like you can tell that's right huge so of
1: course
2: you you don't like right
1: and it's all about that balance Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: trust me we did not have that day one it was like oh my god this person will come in right now let's do it like it was all fight or flight right and you can go so far with that and then you will emotionally and mentally and physically start to dwindle. And so I think, and I have a great reminder, you know, I have my husband that's very supportive of that. And the moment I start to go like fight or flight or not supporting myself, he's like, hold on, you know? And so I think just FYI, we all need someone like that in our life, whether it's a friend, a mentor, whoever it is, spouse. But, um, I, because of having that other business um, first, it really helped me go, okay, when I start my real estate company, my business, I want to make sure that I'm keeping a balance because what I bring into myself is what I'm going to give out. And if my clients can sense that I'm overwhelmed, stressed, have a ton of other clients and deals going on, they're going to be like, is she working for us or her? Like, you know, so I wanted to be conscious of that.
0: Well, I think you have to back up a little bit for our audience to fully understand where you got wise in that area in your life, because your, your testimony, your story of incredible healing and the, and, and the drive toward a holistic way of your business and your life. If without that background, you just sound like you're, you've always been amazing. <laughs>
1: oh Far from it, far from it. So, um, Okay, I'll try and give you the short and sweet version mm-hmm. here. So I am from a small town. Um, in Superior, Wisconsin. People think I'm Canadian all the time. I'll take it. I'm that far north. Um, and you'll hear my O's and A's and all that good stuff every once in a while. Um, and sometimes I feel like with small towns, you consume a small thinking pattern, right? Like where you're at within yourself and, and how far you can go in life and all that good stuff. So In business now, I really try and harness that and I'll catch myself slipping and then I have to like check myself, pivot, right? But that's today. Going back um, at about eight years old, I was a pretty sick kid. I was in and out of doctor's offices with lots of different digestive things going on. Um, And by the time I was about 14, they diagnosed me with an autoimmune disorder. Um, It was Crohn's disease. Um, And so I, I had quite a struggle growing up. And um, I was in and out of clinics, hospitals, 27 pills a day, giving myself you know, pullback syringes of injections and um, outpatient cancer centers for um, IV treatments every month. Um, and that was my journey. So I was a very ill kid. Um, and then I had met my husband when we were 14. We dated through high school um, and he got to be a part of that journey with me and was like, someday I'm gonna do something to help you. I don't know what it is, hospitals and stuff made him like eerie. Um, he just didn't like the smells or you know, he can't, he's one of those ones that can't handle like blood or seeing anything like that. So um, at that point in our life, we had no idea how that would translate. But fast forward, um, my journey to health and healing was the holistic approach of what we do in the business we have now. So my story, when he saw me virtually get healed through chiropractic, Um, And stop all my medications and my treatments and, you know, everything that they told me, I'd never have kids and all this stuff. And now I'm thriving in life. It set him on a journey to, okay, I need to do this for other people too, because I watched Danielle go from, you know, nothing to something. And so, um, and I got my life back. And so one of the things that's so cool for us is we have a business that we are so passionate about because it's our story, it's our journey. And when we tell people we can help them and serve them, we genuinely we're there with them, you know? And so we believe in this innate intelligence, this healing. Um, we believe it's God that is within us, right? He it's what creates a human being in nine months. We all have that potential. It's just sometimes we have so much stress in our system, our nerve system that we can't heal the way we are supposed to, right? So once we start moving that interference to the adjustment process, we we were all designed to thrive. We just need to allow it. And so that's what we do at Evolve. Um, and my journey kind of led into that. And now it's so cool because we get people all the time that are like, we heard Danielle's story or my daughter has this or my son. and you know, And we get to connect with them on that level and just be right there with them because it was
2: our
0: journey. I'm obsessed with that story. I love the idea. Yeah, that it created us to self heal, and that there's interference with that. Um, and that sometimes yeah. there's something you can do about it. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And it's so it's so simple that it's complex for some people, you know, mm-hmm. like, I think we're just indoctrinated to think like, we need another pill, another treatment, surgery, whatever it is. But look, we we all have our nervous systems, right? It's what keeps us alive and it heals and creates every cell tissue and organ in the body. And if we are not supporting our nerve system by self care practices, by dripping inward to ourselves, it will unravel. And it's a matter of time. And so I think with my business, I'm always like, Ooh, I can feel myself. And I think part of it is, is when you start doing self work, you get a little bit more aware or conscious about your internal leader of like where you're at, like, Ooh, I'm on the nerve of a anxiety attack. Right. Or oh, I'm just like, so stressed out. My stomach's starting to get crazy. And as agents, we are constantly in a fight or flight response, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like you have nothing going on and then there's five deals at the same time. And you're, they're all completely different. Um, one's fallen out of escrow. The lending you know, team is behind. It's constant. And so I think it's checking yourself in those moments because if we Continue to work like that in that fight or flight response, we will have a dis ease process. That's just, it's just being disconnected from our body. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Hear that no. sound
0: in my house? No. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. I do. I hear it. I can't. It's <laughs> <That's> like a <laughs> cow mooing sickly. <laughs> wait, there's a cow? No, they're doing construction
2: downstairs. Oh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh my God. sorry oh my
0: God. we oh God.
2: God. to tell you the funniest thing when I was in the clinic i had i had uh i don't know pulled my back out or whatever when I was working out and so I told uh danielle I had to come in and um I sat down with her husband and he said um he said like how how are your stress levels or you know i, I kind of laughed i go been stressed out since I was in second grade. Like, literally, I have not been yeah. stressed out. And I was, he was, like, yeah. cracking up, but I'm all, yeah, you're probably going to need to be adjusting.
1: <laughs> right?
2: And I think it's cool, too,
1: like, when being in moms, right? Moms here in real estate, we have children of all different ages, right? And mm-hmm. just noting that. Kids can have stress too. Their perception systems are so different. And so um, just checking in with that, right? Because what we think is stressful in them, we're like, oh, honey, like, especially if they're a teenager, you're like, you're stressed out. What are you stressed out about? You know, like, you don't have a job. You don't have, you know, bills to pay yet. But their stress, their perception, their reality of life is just checking in with that because it's so different, right, than ours. And they do. They carry stress within their bodies, you know, their shoulders, their back. Um, any anytime we have anything going on, whether it's being bullied or you know they feel uncertain or just nervous, they're going to store that. Our nervous systems are a diary of our life, and so I think knowing all that has helped me transcend my business because not only do I know it for myself um, to serve my clients at a higher level or better, I also can read it in them. Like I can see, like oh, they're getting contracted right now. Like this is really nervous for them, or they're they're uncomfortable with this, you know. So I do think that that's helped. Um, help me connect and to be able to, you know, continue to have a great relationship with my clients.
0: I can really tell how much you care for people. And that just makes my heart sing. That's, I like how you do it in your practice and that you translate that over to your clients. And you even Mm talked about something that's so wise about perception. You're right, kids, Mm -hmm. everybody has a different perception. And so we just not, judging people based on why are they stressing out, but yet, but just yep. speaking to them on how to help them. Right, right. I can tell it's um, your home. I love it.
2: I definitely hear the at your house now. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Okay, wait, I wanted, I wanted to say something too um, that I thought was really interesting that you put down on your questionnaire. So, you know, when when you're asked what your hobbies are, like typically somebody's gonna tell you like, you know, they like hiking or they like whatever yeah. it is, right? And your hobby yeah. is actually real estate and the way that you explain it is so great. So will you tell everybody what you were talking about?
1: Yeah, so this kind of came up because my husband, when we first had our clinic going and I had quit my full-time job, um, I used to be a director at a university, the one he went to his doctorate school in Atlanta. Um, and I would put on speaking engagements and CE seminars for all the doctors. And so I was pretty burnt out because I was working a lot to get him through school. People say all the time, are you a chiropractor too? You know, I learned how to speak the lingo and I say, no, I'm a PhD. And they're like PhD. And I'm like, no, putting him through, like (laughs) I worked to support us because he couldn't work. We had no money. Um, so that was my journey. And I was like, on planes all the time, raising a, a you know a little baby. Gia grew up in the chiropractic school, um, and so I just knew that I wanted to pull back. And that and chiropractic was never, although it healed and helped me, it was never my profession. Like I ne- I knew I wasn't going to go be one myself. Um, and so when I had to, because flying back and forth to Atlanta to Phoenix was just getting hard with the time change and raising little ones, I said, okay, I'm going to stop doing that full time. We're going to build our business at some point, I want to step out to find me again, right? And so again, kind of being consciously aware of like, I'm I'm losing myself a little bit here, I got to get back to what lights me up, right? Because we can serve at a higher level if we are have an internal fire. And sometimes we need to be reminded to drip on that a little bit. And I think as women, with children, it, we get complacent, we're like, okay, we just we got to be the, the spouse, we've got to raise the kids, get them to this sport or whatever, and we forget. What actually lights us up? What is a hobby of ours And making sure that we do it? We show up for ourselves. And so I got to a point a few years ago where I was able to step out of the clinic. We had an office manager and I was like, all right, full tilt, I'm working out. Two a days, I'm I'm journaling, I'm <laughs> meditating, I'm running. I have never been a runner. In fact, when I had all my digestive issues, they told me don't run. It like jiggles, you know, your organs too much. It's not good for you. So I was like, no, I'm mastering that. And so I that was my journey. And I'm like, we lived in Power Ranch at the time and I'm running around and I'm staring at houses and I'm like, ooh, that's for sale. I wonder what that would I go for. And I just all of that. It was always talking about real estate. And then we go on date nights and my husband's like, we're driving and I'm like, oh, look at that building. What do you think they're going to put there? Oh, let's go look at these model homes. And he was like, will you stop? You're always talking about real estate. And if you're not talking about it, you're watching shows on it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am. And so it was at that time that I was like, I genuinely like that. Like, this is a hobby for me. I love that I get to step outside two things. I love showing up and connecting with people at my healthcare office. But then I get to go do something for me, which is, like looking at homes whether it's commercial space residential i just love talking it i love i love seeing people get excited about it um i just love going through models any of it so to me it is a hobby and i think it's because it was a later in life you know found love it's funny because growing up my uncle and aunt owned a remax brokerage in wisconsin and i actually did work study in high school after I would shred papers in high school to get out of school early and never once were they like you should be a realtor or you know and I never like I was like I don't really understand it like it's gotta be really hard dealing with contracts and you know homes and stuff it never clicked for me and I think my parents say to me now they're like oh my gosh what would it have been like if you would have just started real estate at 18 forget your college student loans or you know going to get a business degree like what if you just did that and I was like Honestly, that would have been saved me a lot of money, but I was in school debt, right? But I was like, that it would have never translated to a passion project or like a hobby because then it would have it didn't feel like a calling. It would have been just something I had to do a job to show up as. Plus, real estate in Wisconsin, where I live, is a little different than you know the Phoenix market. So I don't know if I would have loved it as much. You know,
2: we don't have luxury homes up there. That's for sure, so. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's so cool because. I feel like, you know, when we are like moms and showing up and taking kids to sports or whatever, and you have two very active daughters. So and Ew. a husband with a business that you're, you know, very much a part of, like it is so important to mm-hmm. take time for yourself. And it's awesome that real estate ended up being that for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Like and don't elephant. get me wrong. Sounds like elephants. Yeah, now there's there's there are elephants.
0: In my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I've got to tell you that um, I am so compelled to learn more about your practice. I'm so compelled to learn more about you. You've been yeah. transparent and interesting, and I I'm so grateful that um, we got to talk with you and know you some more on the show. Yeah. I've got a comment. I'm going to share this one.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aww.
0: And that oh, was kindly, so she needed to hear that. So because,
2: you are- yes,
1: hi, Nicole, if I can resonate with anyone, you know, everyone's journey is different. And, you know, prior to this, I was like, I hope I can just there's one person that, you know, something I say can resonate with them, or if someone's struggling out there. Let me know, I please reach back out to me. I'm up my handles there, um, for you to follow me or connect. I, I love it.
0: If I can be of anyone's service or if you have questions, um, reach out. Yes, please. Danielle. Thank you yeah. so much. Of course, as always, thank you, Kristen. Don't pop off when we, when yes. we end. Um, if you guys out there know anyone who needs to be a guest on moms in real estate, reach out to Kristen or reach out to me and let us highlight another amazing woman. So thank you all for watching. And have a wonderful day.
2: Awesome, yeah, bye. Thank you. Thank
0: bye, you. guys.